Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, or welcome back to our podcast, The Urban Natives, a place where we talk about our times in the Navajo Nation, even though we're a border city. Not only do we talk about our times in the Navajo Nation, but we would like to talk about anything in general for this podcast. I'm your host, David, and here is my co-host, Valdemar, and we're the creators of The Urban Natives. We hope to either make you laugh, give you a boost, or even enlighten your day with our Deacus episodes. So join us to hear the Navajo tea, and once in a while have a guest on the episode via phone call, because you know, COVID. (laughs) Anyway, if you have any questions, commentary, or any stories you want to tell us, um, you can hit up our Instagram account, which is urban underscore natives 2020. So yeah, or you can contact me on my email, which is davidtoledo813 at gmail.com. Thank you, and enjoy this episode. Hey guys, it is me, David, and we finally have Valdemar for our first segment. Valdemar? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, finally. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. We missed you on our first segment. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna cut out again and be like, "Oh, Dave, you have to do it yourself again." Oh shoot, not again. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this one, I think it will be like kind of serious, even though we can't get serious. But we'll try. <laughs> that, that's not right. I know. But, we're gonna try. (laughs) Anyway, um, so, like always, how we are doing. Valdemar, how are you doing? If you're talking about today, I'm tired. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're kind of, like, going off a little bit. Huh? Wait up, wait. Let me see if I can do something real quick. Okay, try talking. Now? (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, how were you doing? Okay, is it better? Tired. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired anyway, but yeah. uh, I'm talking about since the last episode. I'm (laughs) tired because, I don't know, this week has been just horrible. (laughs) It has. I mean, like, I actually took a nap. Yeah. This whole week. That's what I'm saying. But, um, oh my god, I keep yawning too. <laughs> I know I can hear that. Um, but for me, it's been... You, how are you doing? It's been a long week, honestly. <laughs> I mean, like, ever since like Monday, we tried to record with each other, right? Oh my gosh, yes. And usually it's you <laughs> that can't, but this week it was me that I couldn't. <sighs> yep, I'm honestly surprised. <laughs> I know. I'm the committed one. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, Baltimore. <laughs> but no, like, I'm usually the one that asks you, like, do you want to record? And then sometimes you'll say yeah, sometimes you'll say no. Most times you won't answer. <laughs> hey, 
I forget or I don't <laughs> hear my phone or there's no notification. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Snapchat. You have to update yourself. I hate Snapchat right now. I know. I do. Honestly, every time I like, go somewhere, I update all my apps and it still doesn't work. For real. I mean, like, I, like, how many messages did I not seen because of not no notification? Like, about 20 this week. Notification? Notification. <laughs> notification. But yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't even know what's wrong with the app. It's kinda of going stupid. It is. We might just need to go to a different one. <laughs> Ew, messenger. <laughs> Never mind. We'll stay on this one. But um <laughs> yeah, other than that we have been I have been busy. I mean, usually I am busy, but I have a lot of time in my hands to record with what are you doing? Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> That's not me. I hear like a clapping sound. <laughs> what are you doing? You. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't me, just letting you know. <laughs> That's what she's saying. <laughs> anyway, um, but... Yeah, it's just been a long week, and... But we have questions, finally. Anonymous questions, yeah. Just only two. I didn't even see it. I know! Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, we got two, so... And this one has been for a while, like, about two weeks. But I barely noticed. Anyway, but we did change some things we did want to do a different episode right Valdemar oh jeez yeah <laughs> like we wanted to do like a, something that we're talking about but this one's gonna be inspirational I guess you can say like that but like for everything but these questions are related so uh, number one is were you body shaming Huh? Did you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I heard you. Okay. Wait, sorry, say it again. Were you body shamed? No. Honestly, to be honest, no. You're lucky. <laughs> I'm honestly... I mean, like... I mean, if you're talking about, like, at school and stuff, no. I mean, that's... I never... Even if somebody's ever said anything, I really never, you know, cared. <laughs> oh. But well, no. Yeah, not in public or at school, so no. But at home, it was just all joke. But, you know, we okay. all do that at home, so. Well, for me, I was body yeah. shamed a lot. I mean, for Valdemar, I could take it because he he was always joking. Even though... <laughs> <laughs> it was us joked, yeah. It was a joke. But um, for other people, they would always come by me, or they would always come around, and then they would just make fun of me because of my size. And that actually... When did this start? This started, like, when I was in second grade or something. So, nothing's really changed from there. I mean, I think ever since um, high school, I haven't had anyone call me big or anything. But, yeah.
Valdemar? Huh? <laughs> Did you hear me? <laughs> I heard you. I was just on, like, I keep spacing it out. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. But yeah, that is my story. But if I don't, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Sometimes I just have to see if Valdemar is here or not. <laughs> but anyway. Yep, half the time I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Half the time you're just all buzzed. <laughs> you don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry if you hear any background noise. I am outside. You should go catch the train, David. <laughs> you heard that? <laughs> okay. I can hear it, yes. <laughs> okay, well, you know, there was a um, helicopter that just passed by. What did you do, David? Nothing. I just took some scuzzies, that's all. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I took them from Shallow Mar. Hey. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but anyway. it was close. <laughs> it is. Okay, next question. Um, When was your <laughs> lowest point? I can't even think about that. Valdemar, you want to go first? <laughs> um, I mean, I can, but, like, I, I don't, like, for lowest point, I didn't really have one. I mean, like, it's just not a thing that I worried about. But, I mean, I guess you could say it was, like, junior year, but that wasn't. It was just mostly because of how much I had to work and stuff like that, and it was way too much, especially school, mm. and then I had to do the but prom and everything, and a lot of, some people didn't help, and a lot of people, you know, who did, which I'm thankful for, um, they actually helped, but that was just really cool because I didn't get the help that I wanted, and I thought I would. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, for me... I don't even know. I mean, I guess, like, being a bully and being a victim of body shame and all things that happened in my life, like, just recently, a passing and then a previous passing. Um, there's just been a lot of low points for me that I can't even think of which one's the lowest one. Yeah, I think that's just the same, like, for me, too. <laughs> I mean, like, we're not all perfect, but doesn't mean that I can't, I have to remember my lowest point. I mean, I think that's one question I would not want to answer, because I don't want to keep reminding myself that was my lowest point, that was my, that was the worst part of my life. I mean, I think the worst part of my lives, my, worst part of my lives, worst part of my life, I would like to not think about it, like, you know? Yeah, I agree Keep with it. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's in the past, and honestly, some things, it's better to forget it rather than, oh God, remember it, because, especially if it's something that negatively impacted your life, because if you keep remembering it, it's just, like, people say the past can, what, like, haunt you and stuff, yeah. and, like, if it, you keep thinking about it, it's just going to hurt you even more, so it's best to either forget about it or try to just cope with it if you can. Yeah. 
Can that dog shut up? Anyway, um, but yeah, <laughs> I guess that was really the lowest point, or that was my low points. I can't say, like, which one's the lowest. That's it. But, yeah. <laughs> I think right now my biggest concern is just to get through this quarantine and at least, like, have that idea that I can see my family again. I guess. Like, you know, like your other intimate, other family, not just the ones that you really are close to and, like, have access to. But, yeah. Well, I guess we're done with the questions. Um, <laughs> yeah. but I guess we're gonna record the next segment because it is Friday, so we're gonna get as much done as we can. But yeah, <laughs> okay. If we start hey. recording, my voice is be all low and it's gonna go all deep. <laughs> we are recording right now. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we got an entry. <laughs> I didn't even know David. <laughs> okay, well I guess we're gonna start right. Now, um, but we have some stuff for you guys. Okay, Valdemar, let's get serious. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, okay. I don't even think we can. But, um, anyway, so this first part is gonna be, um, it's inspired by true events. That's what I titled this. I mean, I think that was a really good. Um, a really good title, if I do say so myself. <laughs> because this is going to be coming by us, and I guess, like, if we went through it or something. Right, Valdemar? Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, the things we're going to be talking about is going to be basically our experiences and how we dealt with it, so it's basically, it is true events. <laughs> yeah, that's why I called it that. <laughs> Okay, so first one is lack of motivation. Hey. Anyway, um, lack of motivation. <laughs> Honestly, I dealt with this one a whole lot. I mean, I think there was really no loophole to try to get out of it. Because the motivation I have right now, <laughs> I have nothing. And back then, I didn't really have nothing. I think the only thing that really made me motivated was um, going to, like, activities like uh, cross-country, wrestling. I think wrestling was the really biggest part that really kept me motivated. Not really the most, but, like, one of the big things. Other than that, um, so, like, you guys may know, I am a Christian, so I would have to pray about it, and <laughs> sometimes I'll be like, oh, when is it gonna happen? But it'll happen, and I'll be like, okay, it's, I'm motivated. So, yeah, I guess, like, prayer really kept a lot, too. But, yeah, how about you, Valdemar? 
Um, so, of course, David knows. I mean, like, lack of motivation, it can mean different things for people, but there's little parts, meaning, like, just not wanting to go in front of class and everything. And then the lack of motivation, meaning you just don't want to do anything. And I think we've all dealt with that before. Yeah. But, like David said, there is no real way that we can say how to get through it. That's just... Honestly, it's up to you on what you want to do. And all you got to keep thinking, if you're going to mo- try to motivate yourself, is you're doing any everything you're doing now, from school to any decision you make in life, it's going to be for yourself, not for anybody else. That's all you got to think about. So just think how, what, how this decision or how whatever I'm going to do will affect me and my future. And don't think about anybody else because it's better to think about yourself first rather than other people. And, like, the biggest thing, like David said, that motivated me, and I've discussed this with two of my other friends, and that, like, got me through a bunch of things is wrestling and, like, hanging out with them a lot. Because, no, like, it was just better to be around them because they were more, I don't know how to say it, but (laughs) they just motivated me to do better and want me to do stuff. So I was able to be around them. But, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, like... For me, I mean, like, for today, I think, like, I didn't want to go anywhere, like, because I had to go back to town to get some stuff to get ready for the lockdown and all that, you know? Yeah. um, But I was, like, so, I was not looking forward to it. I actually wanted to stay home, but I just had to deal with it. I was, like, okay, I'm just going to have to get up and go out there and do this before everything's closed and I I might not be able to go out because sometimes there's like a a what's called the Navajo Nation police once in a while pops up so I guess that's what really motivated me was like if I don't do it now I won't I won't be able to do it later I guess but it's just, like, for me, it's a daily occurrence to, like, like lack, lacking that motivation. Because even, like, when I was in wrestling, I guess I kept my weight down, pretty much. And that's what motivated me, was, like, wrestling, trying, like, being able to wrestle. If I didn't make the weight, I wouldn't be able to wrestle. But I guess, like, for now... I stopped, like, working out as as crazy as I did when I was in wrestling. And lately, I've been trying to do that again. But I guess, like, I, I'm still suffering through that lack, lack, lacking motivation that um, I am very slowly trying to get over that hill of trying to work out again and trying to... Um, do this and yeah I mean it's hard like trying to find motivation but sometimes you're just gonna have to really work through it you're gonna have to work past it um like you have to push through that hill I guess I would say because if you don't do anything about it it's not gonna be done um like my mom would always say, if you start something, you finish it. So, 
that's one thing that really helps me, I guess. Baltimore? Yeah. I think I was just yeah. rambling on, but <laughs> that made sense to me. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess what one thing I'm trying to say is, like, if you're lacking motivation... Try to have that mindset that, like, once you don't, or, like, once, or when you, when it's not done, it's never going to get done, I guess. Yeah, that's true. And, like, keep the mindset, like, I mean, people listening to this podcast and everything, like, we all, to be honest, we always say that we're doing well. Right, David? (laughs) Yeah. And, to be honest, sometimes we're not really doing well. There's a lot of things that go on between the every single episode of the podcast that me and David may not talk about and that we don't want to talk about. And so technically, most of the time, we may not be doing well. But we just say, and some people hide it, but that's not really. But just for motivation, like David said, just try to finish it. No matter what you do, there's still going to be an obstacle or something that you're going to have to push through. It's never ending. And that's the sad part about life. You can't just end and think that, okay, if I finish this, I'm done. It's not going to be that way. Every time you finish something, there's going to be something to start and there's going to be something to finish. And it's just going to keep going on. It's a never-ending cycle. So just try to push through it as much as you can. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't have to be 100% too. I mean, it can be like 60 or 70 or probably even lower. I mean, like, like, Anything's better than nothing, right? <laughs> That's true. Like, at least try. I mean, most of the time, if you just try to get over something or push through something, most likely you're going to get over it. And if you just sit there, like David said, nothing's going to happen anyway. So <laughs> something is better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I really don't have... I was going to make a quote or... Not make a quote, but, like, find a quote for motivation. Okay, so, yeah, I found the quote. It said, um, push yourself because it's not going to put, no one's going to push you. And that is a good quote. (laughs) Right, Baltimore? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's, it's honestly, yeah, it's a very good quote. I mean, it's really, I don't know how to say (laughs) it. go like mean say anything about it. I think we already did so yeah my dog <laughs> okay so anyway let's go on to the next one um I put depression hmm. I swear to dog um but let's see for depression I mean for me, I don't really say it was depression, but the way I explain it to people, like, or when I explained it to some of my friends, they were like, like, we're, like you were in a state of depression and all that, and I was like, hmm. But I have been through that, I guess, like, what some people say, but to me, it was like, just a really low point for me. Um, how about you, Valdemar? 
I think I'm honestly the same way as you. Like, I mean, I never consider it depression. I mean, yeah, I've been through those times. I felt, I mean, like most people think depression is just like being sad and everything, but it's not, I guess, technically. But I mean, I think it's just the state of like not doing, wanting to do anything or you just don't feel the way you used to or anything like that. But yeah, I felt, I guess, somehow like that. But I don't know how to explain it to people. So it's just, you know, I don't know what else. Like, there's a, it's a weird topic to discuss. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, for me, um, when they said that they thought that I was, like, I had a depression, was um, in sophomore year when I lost my grandmother, um, because at that time I was, wasn't really happy, I wasn't really, like, as bright as I was, or as I am now, but, um, they would, they, they thought I was falling in depression because, like, um, again, wrestling, I did lose a lot of weight, I wasn't eating, I wasn't, um, being very what's called social and all that um but for for me i was thinking like there's a lot of there's a lot of flaws in your idea in your um in what you're seeing for wrestling i'm cutting weight i had to keep my weight down so i can't really eat anything and for socially i actually had nothing for that um but yeah but for depression i think it's like a really it's really hard for people because depression there's a lot there's um eating disorder there's a um it it can cause death too i mean it's like a sickness I, I see it as a sickness to me. How about you, Valdemar? Yeah, I mean, it's, like, yeah, that's exactly, I think that the same way, like, when it's more depression is, like I said, it's not just people feeling sad. It's more than just that, like, it, like, yeah, what you're saying is it can cause death, and death that we're talking about, I don't really think people really want to discuss that but it's just i don't know how to explain depression and it's just too complicated of a thing to know when somebody's actually in depression or something like that yeah because we're we're all different i mean like i listen to this podcast this is like a crime junkie podcast and um she said the lady on there her name was Ashley Flowers, she said that people react different to different things. Like, for this guy on that podcast, he was reacting differently from what they see as an ideal reaction when he finds out that his family's dead. Um, and that he's been doing, like, really sketchy things that make him look like he was the killer, but in the end, he was found not guilty and he's been doing better but for other people it can spiral down your life can spiral down from losing your family to um not 
um, being able to think about restarting your life and that you can eventually take your life, I guess. That's how, there's people like that. And if people react to things like that, people react differently to, like, depression and borderline personality disorders, the PTSD, anxiety, and all that. They'll react different. So you really don't know if someone's depressed. Like Valdemar said. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, but I guess if you are depressed, I mean, for as much as I can do, if I know that someone is depressed, is I'll just be praying for them. I'll, like, um, keep up with them. I'll keep my eye on them. I will message them. Because it's, it's like, not healthy. Like, it's not, it's not a normal thing, you know? Valdemar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, and for what David said, that's the same way. I mean, all you can really do if you think or if you are, try to find someone to support you. Or if you know somebody who may be depressed, try to support them and show them that you care, you know, that you're there for them. That's like the best thing you can do. Because sometimes that's all that sometimes people will need to feel better is just to see that somebody cares about them. And like, even this podcast, I mean, there's probably some people out there who may, like, the things that we're saying now, because some people may think it's like, oh, they're just saying it because it's, they wanted to talk about it. Yeah, it's true. But, like, you never know that this podcast could help lift up somebody's day or even change something within them. And just small things like that can change the whole person's life or even the day. And it's good to do that. Do something nice for somebody. or But just show somebody that you care for them any way you can. Yeah, um, yeah, we had a purpose for this podcast. I mean, there's there's some people, there are going to be some people that are doing this stuff, and we just want them, want them to let, we just want to let them know that if we know them, or if we don't, we can be here for you. I mean, I'm a very friendly person. I can basically talk a lot. I mean... If you want someone to talk to, you can talk to me. <laughs> yeah, same here. I mean, like, on the podcast, I seem like a pretty, I guess, I don't know, I kind of am more sarcastic and, like, I don't, it seems like I don't really care about what, what David says, but truly, I do care about you, and, like, if you want to talk to me also, I'm willing to talk, and, like, a lot of my, if you see me in school, I'm not that type of person to be talking personally, but... If you want to talk privately, I don't mind doing that. And um, I can be there for you if you want me to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking water. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm a very outgoing person. If I say so. <laughs> I if think I'm we talking both are. Myself, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about anything. Throw us a word. We can... <laughs> talk about it. That's true. 
Yeah, one word we could probably... Honestly, if we were to think about it, we could make a whole podcast off of one word. <laughs> yeah, or, like, give us, like, a title and we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, um, but we are here. Um, I know that there's one person out there that did say, um, as much as they're, as much as what they're going through, they are, they are glad that they can hear us and that they, they know that we're doing okay. And honestly, when I read that, I was really touched, I guess, like, if I can say it like that, I was really, um, that really, like, lifted me up. I mean, for me, when we started this, we just did it as a joke, and we thought we wouldn't get a lot of people, and we thought we wouldn't be getting people that really cared, but to know that this person really cares, and that even, like, we made, we made, um, their day better, um, that really makes me, that really makes me happy, and that really, um, I really take that to heart, because that's really something to know that even though this was like, um, just for fun, and not really getting serious with it, there's someone out there that really cares for this, you know, Valdemar? Yeah, like, t yeah, when I saw that too, that that this podcast actually, you know, helped them, I guess, feel better, I guess is what you would say. I would honestly was, I honestly, after I saw it, I just stopped what I was doing and I thought about it like that, like David said, we honestly did this as a joke and we kind of weren't taking it serious at first. And it's, to me, it's surprising that something that you think can be a joke can actually either help somebody or even hurt somebody so that just shows that even though you may be joking that it can actually help or hurt somebody badly but like it can affect someone for this person yeah for this person i'm honestly glad that it that the podcast helped lift you up and everything and it really like yeah like david said it touched my heart and everything and like i had to stop what i was doing and think about how Something that me and David really did at really, really as a joke, that it actually is helping somebody and that I don't know how to express my feelings to it, but I'm just glad that it's doing that and it really is going to inspire me to do more of this podcast for that reason. And to be honest, me and David were talking about how me going to college and stuff may affect this podcast and we kind of got into that discussion to where I might honestly either just stop it fully or be on like very little and I think now that I rethink it and I saw that I think I honestly want to continue more on this podcast and actually stay on so I can help people more hopefully this reaches out to more people so yeah <laughs> yeah um I guess this really like inspired us to like really do more and actually like um, I guess, like, do more pods, or do more episodes like this one, right, Valdemar? Yeah, I mean, like, this episode, we, it was, yeah, I mean, this, if, honestly, if people like these type of episodes, it's pretty awesome, and we want to do more of these type of episodes that deal with real 
issues and stuff like that. And we're not talking about full issues like that are going on in the world, such as politics, because we've already went through that discussion in the last podcast, I believe. But stuff like, um, like something I don't know how you explain it. Stuff that actually people, yeah, if it's inspirational or if it's mental health, I guess we could get into that topic because it really doesn't. Politics doesn't truly play into it, and that we both have sometimes may have had an experience that you are experiencing now and we could actually talk to you guys about it personally or through the podcast if you want and david puts out um i think anonymous questions and if you want to ask your questions through there ask it or if you want just create an email and if you want to somehow find out a way to contact us anonymously and we won't release any of your information but we will be willing to talk about that yeah. on this podcast and raise awareness for it. I mean, there's a lot that we can do. Yeah, we are a small podcast, but there is, after it reaches our normal, what, how many viewers do we get unusual? Unusual? <laughs> we got, um, I think on average now, we get 40. But Yeah, see, so after, about those four, yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, it says on there that our average or our estimated viewers daily is 29 to, like, 37. So that's, like, every day people are listening, which I'm, like, really shocked. And I'm, like, happy that you guys are actually re-listening to this. Like, re-like, um, re-listening to this, like, hearing us out again. Um, but yeah, as for, like, I would say, like, as an average for all the podcasts, there's, like, at least 40. Yeah. See, so from, whoa, geez, from those 40 people, if anybody can get a message from this one podcast, you know, we don't know how far that message can go from 40 people and it can just grow exponentially. And so we're glad that we're going to be doing, doing we hope that we can do more episodes like this and we look forward to doing that. Yeah. I mean, I am willing to do more podcast or do more episodes like this one, like inspirational or motivational and mental awareness. But hold just, up, David. Okay, keep talking. Go ahead. Though. Well, just to let you guys know, this is our first one, so we're kind of like rough on it. We're kind of like trying to get used to like go like going from very out there like talking a lot from any type of um, subject to just, like, focusing on a main subject. But, yeah, this is our first one, so I really hope that (laughs) you can bear with us on this one. But, um, yeah, because this is really a serious thing. Some people, um, their personality is, like a little messed messed with and I do fall victim of that because I used to like um I used to suffer through anxiety I would say I was very really that was really strong oh yeah um (laughs) yeah I was just saying that um we're we're this is our first 
first time talking about this and we're not like out trying to go out there we're trying to stay in one main subject but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah bear with us <laughs> um but yeah um people they go through a lot i mean you don't you you won't know it um i don't know if valdemar knows it but i used to suffer with um really bad anxiety Did you know that? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, anxiety, yeah. I mean, you can see it in people's, I hate to say, sometimes. And to be honest, yes, I knew about it. Plus, honestly, you told me about it. And, I mean, it's something that I have in my family. Like, my sister has gone through it, my auntie and everything. And, like, for me, too, I've felt that way before. And, like, I don't really get it when I'm... I guess around people, like some people do, it's more when I'm alone. Oh. But yeah, I've seen David. I know that David has gone through it. But yeah, anxiety is a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like for me, I when I first found out, um, there would be like most nights, like almost every night, I would actually wake up, like trying to trying to like calm myself down, trying to like, trying to not get a panic attack, because that actually has happened sometimes, like, I would, like, freak out a lot, and my anxiety would kick, and I would actually have a panic attack where I couldn't really breathe, um, but ever since then, I really tried to work with it, um, for me, I had to stay around people, but sometimes if there was, like, too much people, it would freak me out. If there was not that much people, it would freak me out. Um, but now, it's... I really managed it. But here and there, it does come back. And, yeah, that just really goes to show that some people don't know what you're going through. Um, I guess, like, for me, I have friends that actually go through, like depression and anxiety and I can see it often like but except for the depression part but anxiety I can see most of it off of them like Valdemar said <laughs> but yeah um but for anxiety um how would I, I coped with it by, um, really trying to take that antisocial out of me, because there was a point that I did not want to talk to anyone, I was very shy, I was very, um, isolated, but I really worked on it, like, I would actually try to hang out with people, um, I guess, like, one of my one of my best friends, uh, Pinhead, I guess, like, for sophomore year, when I found this out, I would try to work with it, and he would be, like, talking and talking and talking, and I would just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's funny, yeah. Because that, I mean, I guess, like, that anxiety really um, made me antisocial, I guess you would say. <laughs> But 
after like a while I started getting used to him doing that to me like talking and all that that I started to get the hang of it and I started to really talk again and I started to like be more outgoing <laughs> and now if you look at me <laughs> some people are like can this boy shut up <laughs> Valdemar. Yeah. But yeah, um, I guess you would say that people cope differently. <laughs> what was that? I closed the window. Oh, it scared me. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, oh, um, right now I'm just rambling. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I mean, it's fine, because, honestly, this part mm -hmm. of... Oh, jeez, what the Sorry, that was my phone. Hold on. Let me turn off... I don't know what that was. And oh, was that was my phone. yours? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me turn off the vibration. Yeah. Okay. Oh, anyway, so, like... <laughs> Go ahead. So, like, him saying that he's rambling on, sometimes that helps people. It just just allow them to talk if they want to. And it's best to let them talk and say what they want before you say anything. And that's one thing that can honestly help with anxiety. Some people, they when they have anxiety, they want to express their problems. So when somebody, you know, has anxiety and they start telling you the problem, just listen. The best thing to do is just listen. And then try not to say something that's going to, you think that might hurt them. Try to just keep an open mind about it. And that's the best thing to do. Yeah. And then for how David's saying that you cope with it differently, it's true. Like for me, like I said, I didn't go through it at school. I didn't show it really at school. I think that mine was more at home. And I only, I think I only discussed this with one person about it, but I don't really want to go into detail about it. So, but it's a different thing for different people. And it's not a good thing to, experience because it can have a dra it can have drastic effects on your body your health and your mind and school sometimes and it's honestly a bad thing so i don't know how to say i cope with it i mean like every now and then i guess like david said mine what the heck oh my god that scared me yeah sorry. <laughs> anyway it like you it kicks in sometimes and you sometimes can't control it anxiety is something you can't control it just hits you all of a sudden like one day some anxiety is weird one day you can be okay you'll be talking and then you'll be full outgoing and then one of the days and i think that leads also back to depression you'll be outgoing and then one day you'll just be so quiet and everything that you don't want to talk to anybody you don't want to deal with anybody, and that's just how it is. And if you notice that people's mood changes, moods change a lot, uh, that's kind of a, one sign, I guess, you could figure out. Maybe ask if they're okay, because sometimes people aren't okay. Or if you think that somebody may be too happy, because being too happy is one way people can cope with it, because they think that, oh, since I'm showing people that I'm happy, they won't think that anything's wrong with me, so they just smile and they, like, hide it from you. So... Try to think that. Just ask if someone's okay, even if they're normal. I mean, it's best to ask if they're okay. 
or just how are you doing instead of asking what are you doing that's one way you can also help people out yeah that's just one thing i have to say (laughs) yeah because i guess like what you said like about um one day you're good and one day you're not good and then you try to act like Mm -hmm. you're happy or you just don't even feel like you're you're not even motivating yourself to try to act happy so you're just like down um i do fall victim of that because um again our friend the pinhead um there's there's days that i did go into school like that like i was not having it i was not it was not a good day (laughs) um and he would always ask me he's like he'll be like are you okay and i'll be like yeah i just have a really bad migraine and then sometimes like he would just be talking and talk and then i'll just get into like that conversation with him and then all of a sudden like like about 15 minutes into the conversation i would start like telling him what's wrong and i'll tell him like what happened that time or why i'm feeling like that and all that and he would listen and i was really i'm really thankful for him listening i think if everyone if i had to compare everyone i think there was like i think you caitlin uh dirty dan and pinhead were the ones that really listened and like i'm thankful for you guys and all that for listening to like what i had to say what i had to get off my chest and all that because the if i like left it in if i kept it from everyone it would actually get as bad as like i would hear like a lot of like for me i guess like i would hear a lot of voices in my head like i would i actually thought that was like something that was fake like oh i hear these voices in my head like all that and i wouldn't really believe it until like that actually happened happened to me and i think it was like three times that happened to me that i would hear a lot like everything that happened that day and what i'm going through it would just be hit like it would hit me like um just like that and i would just hear i would just hear it repeating to me repeating it wouldn't get out my head and i guess the best way i can explain it is just like my like like when you think to yourself that's how you hear it but it's like very it's much more intense i would say and i guess like not i guess but to me what really helped me was i would talk to people that was like my coping my coping um that really helped me and yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like as we're talking about this like we are getting into like and like what we're i think anxiety and like depression it like i'm saying certain days you'll be okay certain days you won't sometimes you'll think of things that have happened in your past that you never thought that would come back to your head and that day you might just remember it and that's when you'll feel that feeling of being down and you don't want to talk to anybody and you don't want to talk about it so even though like we said in the earlier part of this uh segment try to forget the past sometimes you do forget about it but one of these days it will come back and you're not going to want to remember it and it's going to hit you 
and then for me, um, I think before I really never <laughs> expressed my feelings to anybody at all, to be honest. And honestly, I don't even really express my feelings towards David. I don't. I haven't talked about anything personal really with David. Um, so that part's the <laughs> weird thing. But like the t- two people, I think. I really talked to well. One is Caitlin, obviously, because she's one of my she's my best friend. And then uh, the other person, I forgot. I don't know what his nickname was, but anyway, I talked to those two a lot. And I think honestly, was like David said, I'm thankful that I think so. <laughs> I'm honestly thankful that I had people that would listen to me because I've never had somebody who would listen to me before. And when somebody's there just to listen to you, it can help a lot. And when it gets off of your chest or you just explain your problems to somebody it can help just a little bit and it feels like you lifted something off of your chest that was weighing you down and it can help you um feel more motivated but for some people talking about it just doesn't help i mean well most people will say you talk about your problems it's true you should but sometimes some problems are left in private and it's better to deal with them in private and so talking you sometimes may not help and that's okay but you're still gonna have to deal with it somehow in some way but it's good to have somebody to talk to and to trust and i'm glad that i had people that i can trust and it's so i think people who may go be going through stuff try to find people to talk to instead of trying to keep it locked into your self and and locked into your mind because it really does affect you badly um, in the end and whenever I don't know like yeah it just affects you really bad and I think David knows what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, yeah I guess that's what we can say for like depression and anxiety um As for anorexia, that is different. I mean, I think that falls in the line of body shame. Um, I don't know if you know about it, Valdemar, right? Like, if you know what anorexia um, is. I know what it is. It's just I don't really, you know, have any real knowledge about it well I mean for me like I said for wrestling I would have to cut weight and all that but there were times that I would actually I guess like people would say I would fall into being anorexic for for things that I did um but I just don't want to really think of it like that um but I actually, there's actually times I would actually not eat for a long time. I mean, just to like lose weight because I was more focused on the number on the scale and and how people viewed me. And I think like it was like a month or two that I didn't really have a good diet. I mean... I think the most that I ate was, like, one meal or one snack a day. 
and um, for that, I didn't really find any um, big change on my outward appearance. As for the number on the scale, sorry, <laughs> that's a dog. <laughs> but for the number on the scale, it really dropped, but um, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't like, when I really think about it now, I should have not listened to those people because I actually put my body through a lot. Um, there were times that I did have to go to the hospital because something was wrong with my stomach. Um, and there was something going on that it really affected me and it affected, um, my bones. It affected my mental state and all that, that to where, um, I messed up my knee and I messed up my, I messed up the part of my anxiety that I would actually, it would actually get worse too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think thinking about it. I do fall, like, I fall in line, but just not enough to say that I was anorexic. But to me, I think it was, like, a bad decision, a bad idea. Like, the one of the worst decisions I made in my life. Just to make myself feel better, to make myself, um, make the public make the public eye think of me different just because of my body. But yeah. Valdemar. Yeah. But yeah, I guess <laughs> I did go through that. Um, and one thing I would have to say for body shaming to the people that are saying that to people that is really low because you don't know what someone's going through you don't know what um how they feel already i mean for me um when i was little they would call me names and i would go through that um and especially during mid school that would really affect me because that would still hang on to me and for body shaming I guess, like, one day I broke down really intensely in a public place, in the mall. And, um, I just told my mom, like, there's these kids that would call me names because of my, um, size. That, um, I guess really hurt. I mean, and going through that... There's people that actually go through worse, and people really make fun of people because of their body shape, and I might have went through, like, like probably, like, not as much as other people went through, but that really still hurt. I mean, and just to think about how these people feel, they must be very they must feel like very little and to the to one thing that I would say to the body shamers 
is that I really don't, I wouldn't really care for you. I wouldn't, I don't want to know you. I don't want to think about what you're saying. I don't want to think about you because I have no time for you to criticize my my body just because how it is. Because I was born like this. I was born, I wasn't born um, with a fast metabolism to where I can just burn off the fat just like that. I wasn't born, um, I wasn't born like to, in your eyes, good enough. But to me, now when I think about it, where I am now, I am thankful for how my body is, and I don't care what people say now. So, yeah. <laughs> Baltimore? Yeah, so, I mean, so from what you just said about body shaming, I feel <clears throat> the exact same way, like, towards those people who are saying stuff. Like, I mean, like I said, it, in the beginning from the podcast. Yes, I do say stuff to David about, you know, being, I guess you could say fat or overweight and stuff. To be honest, it's all jokes. And we've started, we've said that to each other from the, like the first day we've met each other. And we know that we don't mean it. And I don't mean it to him. Like the way he is, like I would, there's nothing I would change about David. He's an awe. He's like one of the best people on this earth. So there's nothing I would change. And to body shamers, um, you, there's really nothing that you should be saying to people. Like, you should take a look at yourself. There's honestly, to, in other people's eyes, there's going to be something wrong with you that you're not going to like. And that, so just take a look at yourself and look at yourself in someone else's eyes. You're not going to be perfect to them and someone else isn't going to be perfect to you. So just leave it unsaid. And it's better to just leave it like that because then it helps more people because... Um, they won't have to deal with what you said and they won't have to keep it in the back of their mind for sometimes for their whole, their whole life. And some people will just keep thinking about it their whole life. And it's best to just don't say anything. I mean, it's a pretty sad thing to do if you do that. Like, it makes f people feel so little about themselves that it can affect them really bad. But it also shows that you're also little yourself your mind is so small that you think you're the only person in the world and that you're perfect but no you're really not too i hate to say that but i mean it sounds like um also saying it to you body shaming and everything but you're really not perfect and you're not you might not be perfect in their eyes so just think of it that just put yourself in their shoes like what if someone said that to you and you know what you would do yeah you may think that oh i'll get over it that's nothing. It's just some words. It may be some words, but like people say, words actually do hurt, and sad. That's a sad truth for a lot of people. It does hurt for a lot of people, and it's just like you just lose. And you're honestly getting, you're gonna lose respect for yourself as you do that, because it's there's no reason to do it anyway. Like just leave people the way they are. A lot of people. Um, are like that because of certain things that they may be going through. Maybe it's a health condition and you said something about it and there's no way they can prevent it. Or like David said, certain people, we're all born differently. Like 
there's no some people can lose weight too fast and some people can lose it at the right pace and some people lose it don't even lose it or like use their metabolism doesn't make them lose that fat so easily so there's no something there's nothing they can do about it so like i said just leave it unsaid just keep it to yourself and that's all i can say <laughs> yeah like when you said um um like uh words can hurt um in my church <laughs> my pat my preacher actually said something like that that we had to bridle our tongue which meaning like um we have to be careful what we say because he said that words um your tongue is is more deadlier than a two-bladed sword because um and i believe that because yeah you can get hurt you can you can um get like physically hurt but being emotionally hurt by what someone says can actually be more more painful than anything because what I went through I would rather be <laughs> I would rather be knocked out by like a UFC um a UFC fighter or even shot I would <laughs> I would rather choose that than go through what I went through for the past 15 years and like I guess for me I think to me I I think I am one of the lucky ones that actually found um closure to this that um it's not really going to affect me because I found self-love I found self-care I found a lot for me to finally think of myself as um enough you know because what yeah. people think um it's what people think they're gonna there's gonna be people that are gonna hate you there's gonna be people that are not gonna like you there's gonna be people that are just gonna be there to use you or something but i found that as um i found that i found that as a part of life and that if no one is no one else Hold is on, there, David. It's go me. in there real quick again. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. But um, yeah, for me, I I realize that if no one else is there for me, no one else in the world, I do have I do have prayer to le to lean to. I have myself, and if I don't have my family, I have God. <laughs> you know, I mean. That's one thing, but I know that my family is there for me, and my friends are there, the the real ones. <laughs> I mean, there are going to be people in your life that are going to be saying that you're friends till the end, but sometimes that doesn't really happen. Most, most friendships die off through time, but just know who you're... I guess I can't really say know who your friends are or know who your f real friends are because there's no telling. You can't tell the future. But just know that you have yourself and you have... If you don't have your family, you have yourself. Or you have your... What you believe in, I would say. Because I am a Christian, um, but some people believe in the holy people... And I have, I'm not going to say, like, oh, yours is wrong or anything. 
but you have you have that and yeah I mean you just gotta know that there's a you and only you <laughs> sometimes um I think throughout this quarantine I realized that um that I have myself to talk to myself I mean yeah call me weird but I do talk to myself for many reasons to just cope with myself just to have something like have a fig figment of imagination to think that there's someone there and to talk to and to really tell all my problems to and um, imagine that they know. So yeah, I mean, there's really no telling in body, like in, like, there's really no telling on how people feel when they're body shamed, because. Sorry, I'm uh, back again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I just said that. Um, if no one else is there, if you think there's no one's out out there, you have yourself too. Valdemar? Huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say it again. Oh, I'm so like, sorry. I spaced out. Like, if you don't have anyone, if you think you don't have anyone, you also have yourself. Yeah. That's honestly one big thing that is... Honestly, yeah, that's... Honestly, I don't know how to explain. Yeah, that's a really big thing. Like, it's better... Like, you think you have nobody. And when you think you have nobody, you have yourself. Hi, <laughs> you. <laughs> anyway, so you have yourself, and uh, so it's. I think when you have yourself, like that, actually, you, you do have somebody, and it's better to think alone, like for a lot of people. And like I honestly, I do that. I think I'd rather be alone when I'm thinking about problems or dealing with problems because. It's better to deal... I think it's better to deal with them alone sometimes. But you actually... Yes, like David said, you have yourself when you don't have anybody. Yeah. Realistically. Um, oh. <laughs> but I think I kind of went off from what he was saying, but you can continue, David. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, actually, that is an, a good topic, too. Um, because I was just saying that um, for me, I talk to myself because... Um, I like to have that figment of imagination that there's someone there's someone right there that knows all my problems and that they know what I'm going through and that I can tell I can tell that tell that ima imaginary person and like just to cope with myself because that's how that's yeah exactly I cope with <laughs> oh go ahead mm -hmm. exactly that's how I feel too. <laughs> <laughs> okay well the next topic that was like a very added topic um but the next topic yeah. was um self love I guess no self love sorry okay um so having no self love <laughs> yeah okay well for me again I was body shamed and and bullied that I had I didn't care for myself. I did not um, want to think of anything that was good for good for me. I was just thinking about the bad things. I was thinking about things that put me down. I was in that state of mind that I had 
I had no love for myself. I had... I mean, I think to me, I despised my body. I despised how I looked. I despised how I felt. I despised, I despised all emotions and, like, everything. Even, even, <laughs> even if I did get emotional, I would despise that. Like, oh, you're weak. Oh, you're just, like, a sissy. Or, like, you're just nothing. You're, you're good for nothing. And, um, how I, or go ahead, <laughs> Valdemar, did you ever feel like you had nothing? Or like no self-love? Uh, yeah, to be honest, yes, I have felt that way. And, like, it's, when you feel that way, it's honestly a horrible feeling when you feel like you have nothing. And when you feel nothing of yourself, too. And it's not a good thing to feel that way. Eventually, it's going to lead to bigger consequences. And you may not see it, but there's actually people in your life that actually care about you. And you actually do have something to live for and to be there. And so, like, for me, that was my, my well, my two grandparents, they're all, um, I discussed that with uh what's her name caitlin like they're always there for me no matter what no matter what my family's been through no matter what i've been through they support me in any decision that i made no matter if it was good or bad and it feels good to just, and search for that those people or that person that's going to be there for you in your life and i'm glad i found i had those two people still in my life for as i went through high school because they were my biggest supports through high school and i you know that's really feels good for me. But as David was saying, feeling nothing of yourself, it's hard to deal with it because you feel like you can't do anything and you're weak and all that. But realistically, you're not. You should feel happy about yourself. Like, going, you need to look at yourself more as a person and care more about yourself because you're important too. You may not think that you're important, but to other people, you are important and if you don't see it you're and if you do something bad you're going to see that you're actually important to those people whether they might not show it most people don't show that you're important to them sadly but um just care about yourself more and then also what david was saying i think it was like he would think about how stuff the negative side of things and that's true but and we're going into self-love like I was saying, you do things for yourself, not for others. And that's the thing you should remember. Try to think more about how I think what you're going to do is going to affect you instead of how it's going to affect everybody else. Because it's better to know that how it's going to affect yourself than worry about others. Worry about yourself first because you're your first priority. Nobody else is going to worry about yourself more than yourself is going to worry about you. It's kind of weird to say that. But some, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, for me, when I coped with, well, like what Valdemar said, he had his grandparents. I had my grandparents, too. Um, like, I was really close to my grandmother, even though, I mean, one thing I would say is, um, friendships can surpass language and... Like, love can surpass language. Because, to me, 
my grandma was she, she was like my best friend even though she spoke Navajo only and I spoke English and I had broken Navajo she would understand almost everything that I would say and she would understand if something was bothering me or something was like like anything and I would say that she was like my first best friend I would say because she was there for me and on her last days um I to me I wouldn't say that like how I view it I felt like I wasn't there for her but the way that people would talk to me like my family the way they'll um remember her on her last days they'll say that I was there I was it was me and my mom that was really mainly there the main people that really looked out for her even though that there's more people that really looked for her looked out for her it was just mainly me and my mom that really stayed with her and all that and once i lost my grandmother i lost like i would say half of me because that was in her and i think i lost myself love from that because even though I had really a really bad day I'll go to her and she'll make she'll make everything feel better she would make everything um feel great again but once I lost once I lost her everything just went down um again the bullying and the body shame the anorexia the anxiety boosted up and for a while, I actually did not know who I was. If I were to have a side-by-side -side comparison from the old me to right now, you would actually see a change. Like, you would view me as regular me, but as for the old person, the old me, you would not recognize recognize that. I mean, like, it took a while to find myself again because, again, that when she passed, it was like half of me that was gone. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I guess the way. Like, Hold up, David, go okay. keep talking, though. I'll let you know when I'm back on. Okay. Well, I guess the way that I dealt with this was by. Again, a lot of praying. Um, I would have to have a lot of time to myself to really think, like, who was I? Um, like, if anything mattered. And throughout that time, there was a lot of things that I had to think about to just say something mattered to me. And um, there were a lot of topics like women's rights, the wrestling um Navajo or native native american rights and all that um i guess the one that really made me feel like i was back to myself was when i really studied about um native american or native americans and um what else Native Americans, women's rights, and also 
learning how to write. Like, for me, when I studied about Native American, Native Americans and the things that they went through, I found a lot to that. I was like, that's not right. Um, I should get more tied, get more tied into my culture. Not well, not tradition, but because that wasn't a part of me because I was never raised traditionally. But um, I tied myself more into like trying to figure out my language, trying to figure out how to plant, how to be a Navajo. I guess. I mean, and I guess like that. Like, the res came out of me, I guess I would say. I mean, because, like, I mean, it's, it might be funny to say, I mean, I'm laughing right now, but honestly, that's actually who I am. And I am not really ashamed of that, because that's a part of me. I was born, I was born in Navajo, I, I was born for the Tkwetchini, the... Or I was, I was born into the Twilichini, but I was born for the Tutni Sutni. And that's my identity right there. So that's one thing that really helped me. And for women's rights, I, for the longest time, I would, like I said, I said to myself that I was being a sissy. I was being, I was being a girl. I was being very... Prissy, and when I look through all the things that women went through, to me, I think a woman, I think any woman is stronger than a man, to me, because, like, they went through a lot of hardships, they went through a lot, and they don't deserve, they don't deserve their entitlement of their sex to be saying like oh you're just being a girl because they are stronger than us I mean like what Megan Trainor said woman up and I am like yes like yeah woman up man like come on because honestly if you really think about a woman and a man like women can just they have to bounce back. They can just bounce back. Like, bring the bounce back. <laughs> As for men, they just... Like... They just don't know how to do it. I mean... And I really, like... I am, I admire... Um... Women's lifestyle. I mean... As for my mom... She goes through... A lot through work... She goes through a lot with our family, but she still provides. She still goes through another day. She still goes. She is like a boss, and she's like my role model. And for my sisters, they're going through college. They're going through very hard parts in their life. And not to mention, women go through a monthly. And... Like, just to let you know, um, for me, I'm really close to my sisters, that to when they're, like, having that, I get a stomachache, and sometimes it's unbearable, and just to think what my sisters go through, that's, like, more than ten times worse than that, 
And I really give props to women. And I guess that's where I found my strength in, was like, to think of how how much women go through. Like, they go through too much. I'm on, David. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I heard you. But, um, yeah, I was just saying that, for me, I really found myself in, like, studying about um, Native American rights and what they've been through and how I just really found my identity from being a Native American and being a Navajo. And then as for, like, finding my confidence, I look to, like, women out there that, because they're, like, if you really think about it, they're more stronger than men because they go through, like, their their month. They go through <laughs> yeah. a lot from men because men are just, like, trying to get get with them, too. <laughs> and that even though that they're going through a lot, they still put a smile on their face. They still put, like, they act like nothing's wrong. Yeah, honestly, I agree with that, too, because, like, I, I said in, uh, I think it was the Father Day episode, I, um, been with my mom only, like, for my, almost, most of my life. Like, my dad is, of course, he's still here and everything. He's not in the house anymore. He's living somewhere else. And I'm always with my mom, so, yeah. And she's raised four kids all, almost all by herself, and there's... And she's endured so much problems and stuff that she still went through it and everything. And then, like, women, they honestly, like you said, they go through a lot to every single month to the day that they're going to have a kid. Or from the time they become pregnant to the time they're going to give birth. They go through a lot just to do that. And us men, on the other hand, yeah, I mean, like, we have our problems. But, I mean, realistically, what do we have? as an excuse to say that we can't do something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, especially in the Navajo culture, I heard that um, there are stories about how the pregnancy went for the Navajo culture, and I don't really um, believe in it, but I still take it as, like, like women are stronger because they, they said that the first man was... The first man was actually the first person to get pregnant. And he, they said that he couldn't take it. He was, like, complaining every single day that to where he actually um, spoke with holy people to put it on the women. And to hear that, and to hear that the first woman did not complain, she just went through the pain, and she had the baby. Like, like, that is just going to show, even in Navajo culture, they view women as stronger. And, like, especially I heard in the Navajo culture that um, if the men, the men, they're not onis, and they go to, like, these meetings, they would actually have to go back tell the women like what happened in the meeting what the what the women want and what they decide then the men will go back and tell what the women said and i think that shows a lot of empowerment into women and that like that just goes to show that women are like 
basically stronger than men. And also really smarter. <laughs> I honestly agree with that. Yes, that is one of the things that I always will say that women are smarter than men. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes I like to joke with my sisters, like, saying, like, oh, I'm going through some, <laughs> like, um, I'm hurting. You guys will never, um, you guys will never understand it. But honestly, that's just a lot of jokes with them. But to see what they go through, I'm like, wow. <laughs> because, um, I don't know if I told you this, but actually, like, I'm really close to my sisters that to where, like, when they're, like, on their thing, for me, I get, like, a stomachache. And it, it hurts. I mean, and just to think that they go through that, but it's m much more worse, like, like, over, over 10 per 10 times worse, like, you know? Yeah. And just to think, they still go on with their day. And for my sister, even though she's on it, she still, um, she still works, she still, um, goes through her day, and then even when she comes back, she still gets stuff done around the house, and then she finally goes to bed, like, around one or two, and then she starts her day again, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, I mean, like, that's honestly... Yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I think that's my main motivation, is, like, what women go through, and... Just not to complain about it. I mean, because they go through much more worse things than us. I mean, I guess for us, the main thing that we go through is like being like a like a dog, just just like that. You know, you know what I'm saying. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like we're just like ugh, mind me. Don't mind. Don't mind my language. But like being horny. You know. I think that's, like, yeah, that's, I, I, yeah. a big thing for a lot of guys, too. But as for women, they had to go through pain. They had to go through um, stress. They had to go through a lot. But they hide it. And they can they cope with it like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, And when they go through that, they somehow manage to still be happy they, a lot of the time. And, like, any girl that you see and you honestly don't some most people you don't know if they're on it because they can still act the same way that they were the day before when they didn't and like they still act the same way there's nothing it doesn't change and surprising because the way i've heard about it it hurts and to think that they go through that every day well not every day sorry like for a couple days it's just it's surprising in that they can deal with it and then like you're saying men's <laughs> there's that's Honestly, like you're saying, it is true about them. And it, honestly, what we're saying also plays into relationships. Like, men should respect women a lot more. Yeah. And to show them that they... Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. Like, as a man, you need to be there for them because in the end, they're really going to be... The women are actually going to support you more than anything like your mom was the one that gave birth to you your grandma and everything like they are the people who took care of you a lot unless something else happened but most of the time it's 
you know, that takes care of anybody, especially a male. And even from when you leave your household and maybe there's gonna be a part where you're gonna have to depend on yourself, but after most people they get a girlfriend or something, the wife ends up taking care of the husband like if they're another child. Yeah. Sadly. And men and like men need to respect that more that they're not just objects and they're not there just to say, Oh, she's mine and everything. Yeah, I mean I hate to say yeah. I guess you could say she's yours, but realistically, she isn't. That's the opposite way. You're hers because she literally does more than you, and she has the right to say no to you and to do stuff. Yeah. And, like, you shouldn't be complaining about all the problems that you have in your life. I mean, it's okay. Like I said, talk about your problems. But don't go complaining saying that You're going your girlfriend or somebody isn't there. Yeah. Don't play that game with them. They're realistically going through more that we don't see. And, like, you may not see. Because they may not share that type. If you're not that close with your boyfriend or girlfriend, they may not show you that they're going through that time at that time. And you're over there saying stuff like, "Oh, I'm hurting. Oh, this is what's going on at home." And what if they're dealing with what we said every month, and then they're dealing with something at home, and sometimes you just won't listen. So it's best as a man to be there for your girlfriend, or just to be there for your mom. Even just be there for them. I mean, have respect for them. That's the best thing you can do. Because they're always going to support you no matter what. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I had something, but I spaced out, like, spaced that out, but I was just listening to you. Um, I think, well, to me, yeah, we should respect women more because, like, especially for the Navajo people, because. My male dogs are getting mad. <laughs> but, um... David. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, as for... I guess, like, all I can say is... I would have to blame... The white culture. I mean, not to, not to be mean or not to be racial. Because, honestly, for Navajo people, we depended on the women. I mean, the women took care... Or, the women owned the sheep, the women owned the house, the women basically owned everything and the man the man just took care of it and like as for my grandma um, when my grandpa went onto the wheelchair even then she was taking care of the house she was fixing it up even if I didn't know if she was she would um, she would go out of her way to get us food. She would go out of her way to do everything for us. And still, like, did it for, just to take care of us, just to keep us, keep us, um, going. And that's a lot of respect for women, because women are not just your property. <laughs> like Valdemar said, I mean, to me, when I was in, when I was still in school, I would say women are property, not or women aren't property; they're prodigies. And I would think of it like that. So yeah. But that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah, I think we should make another episode just, just for just for the women and girls that are listening to this. Yes. And like, also honestly, guys that, like, have respect for women. Yeah. 
And like, and and even at school, like I hate to say this, it's gonna it kind of is gonna come out weird. Your friends, realistically, the friends are girls around you. They support you more than like your guy friends do. It seems like it's kind of like that everywhere. And like at school, especially during high school, they girls go through a lot more than a guy would go through because. It's a guy during high school, what do they got to worry about? Just keeping up their grades, realistically. But a girl has to worry about, like we said, their everything. And then if they're in a relationship, ooh, that's just way too much that they should be worrying about. But they and, still like, manage they to They deal with it. friends and everything. <laughs> and they manage through all that. And then they, even for like us, I think we both have friends that are girls, right, David? And they're there for us. Yeah. Surprised. And like, it's honestly surprising that even though they have their own problems, they still are there for us and they listen to our problems and they take help us cope with it and help take care of those problems before they even take care of their own. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just, I mean, we might have went off topic in like saying like, like trying to keep you guys motivated and, and self-love, but honestly... Like, if you're gonna find self love, look to look to the women. Look to like girls' problems because they have a lot more going on in their life than the average boy. Yeah, that's honestly the number one thing in this world that we all need to realize as people. Yeah, I mean. We shouldn't be, like, complaining to, like, everyone, like, oh, my life is not going right. Like, everything's hurt. Like, everything's going bad. I mean, it's good to, like, talk about that, but also, like, just to say that. And, like, for a male, for a male, look look at women. They go through, like, body shame. They go through, um... Uh, sexual assault, they go through, again, they're monthly, they go through, um, a lot, and they go through, like, um, and they're, they're still trying to fight for their rights, I mean, we don't give them rights, I mean, we don't treat them the same, and you're gonna be, like, saying, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing good, um, I don't feel, I don't feel good anymore, but, like, if you look at a woman, they're going through a lot more, and they're still having a smile on their face. <laughs> and, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What you're saying is, like, looking to a woman. For me, where I found my motivation a lot, too, is how... I looked up to my mom and my grandma, like how they do stuff. Well, that's true. They still, <laughs> they live life and they still there and they still support everybody. So I'm like, okay, if they can do it, going through all that, what is my excuse to say I can't do something? So I find a way of like, oh, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. Because obviously I have it easier than a woman has it. Obviously I'm a guy. So, and that's just, the truth, like, we, as guys, me and David right now, we both have more, I honestly agree that we have more rights 
than a woman, sadly. And I don't agree with that. Like, honestly, I kind of think women's need to have more rights than a guy needs to. <laughs> yeah. Because they do everything for us. <laughs> they do do everything for us. I mean, like, to me, like, if you, if these people want to start somewhere, like, to help these women, like, think about, um, the, what's called, think about the pregnancy, like, some people, like, believe that they shouldn't, like, get, like, those, um, like, if they're working, they should, like, get something off, like, and still get paid for that, I mean, for the people that don't believe that they should be getting paid, like, from their work, once they have a baby, like, honestly, try having a little person in your body for nine months and trying to push on the last day and to think that what if it what if the head doesn't pop out first instead it's like their bot it's like their back or their bottom that's like <laughs> worse yeah <laughs> yeah i think for me like when i thought about going to like college for surgery i actually wanted to be um OBGYN just to help these help women not some people like are thinking like are you serious but like to me i want to help these women that are going through like pregnancy and all that just and like be like at, at least be a victim to like what they go through and how much effort it takes because I know for right now, like my knowledge right now, it's not easy having a child in your life, um, in your body. I mean, like for like some people, they say that it's like sometimes a near death experience. And just to say that, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> just to say that they don't deserve that. Um, those like those weeks or months or even years off to me i think they should like have at least three years or five years at most not even at most but like like an average of five years off to like take care of this child because you don't know how hard it is yeah exactly that's, I mean, like, in my family, my sister right now, I've seen her go through a lot, to be honest. She's going through a lot now that she's pregnant, and she's almost due to have her baby. And it's sad to see her go through that. Like, me sitting here as a guy, it's just like, wow, she's actually, you know, she is literally creating another human and to come into this earth on her own, kind of literally. And it's like, whoa, that's crazy. And then to be, and like, it's a beautiful thing for a woman to do and then for me honestly i was supposed to have another sibling on this earth but sadly i don't and that's one thing i think about every day that i would have had another sibling which i honestly think would have been i would have had another sister but unfortunately that didn't come true because of some certain things and it like my family is affected by it every day especially my mom and it's pretty sad to see what women go through especially during pregnancy and some pregnancies don't go through the full way from 
think getting pregnant to having the baby. Some things happen in between that stop the full process. And that's the sad part. And it affects a woman throughout her whole life, like it did to my mom. And sadly, it affects me to this day also that I don't have that other sibling here that I could have had before. Like, I could have had on this earth and caring for. And every day I think about that. And it's just the saddest thing to think about how people could say that to a woman that, oh, you don't need time off. They're just a child. Like, once you have birth, like, you should come back to work. Like, that's after a couple of days, it's still going to affect a woman and everything. Like, they need time off. Even if they don't go through the full pregnancy, they should at least have time off to grieve or to have room to heal again because it's hard what a woman goes through during pregnancy. And it's sad that us men don't need to go through any of that with them. We just get to literally sit on the side and kind of just watch them go through it, which is the sad part. And that's what most men do. They don't even care. They just sit there and be like, oh, okay, she's okay. And she's dealing with it. When they could be out there maybe getting them something to eat if they're hungry or helping them when they're having the sicknesses and stuff like that that go with it. And that's just like how it is for my family. And I don't want to go into depth with it, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess one thing is we're trying to say that our motivation is women, like based on women. And our confidence comes from women and all that. Yeah, that's as simple as you can make it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like you have to really go into detail and why for some of these people, like they might be like thinking, why are they looking to women? Are they like, are they like, you know, sissies? And like, to me, I think that's like not true at all because like, again, women are stronger. (laughs) They can go through a lot. And still put a smile on their face. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, for me, I remember me and Raven, um, there was this, um, shock therapy, and then (laughs) I put it on my stomach, and then, um, that actually really hurt, and I was, like, like, really in so much pain, and then, like, Raven's like, I want to try it, and when she tried it. She was like, this is nothing. I mean, she was like, um, my thing is not even, not even close to this. This is, this is just like, um, little stings. And I was like, what? <laughs> and that just goes to show that guys can't go through much of what women go through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And like what you're saying, it people thinking that since our motivation comes comes from women thinking that we're sissies realistically i think that it made us stronger as men to view the world honestly from a women's point of view and experiencing things with them instead of being more on the guy's side because yeah being on a guy's side you outside you lift things you do work outside but that's just simple things almost any guy should be able to do but once you come inside the house you learn the only reason why a man can actually lift stuff can actually do the work outside is because a woman is there to feed them to 
clean their clothes, to do all that. That's what a woman does for them in order for them to be outside and act like what we call, what is it called? The, I don't know how to explain it. What we see as man, a man, like we're out, like we should be out there, but I've spent my time with my, yeah, like that, like that's the, I don't, I spent more time honestly inside than I had outside with my dad or my grandpa. Like I'm finally outside more than I was inside, but I honestly prefer more to be like inside cleaning up a house and everything rather than being out there with my grandpa. That's just how I am. But that's just how I am because I've lived with women more than I've lived with a guy or looked up to a guy, which is honestly, I guess it's not a bad thing. I'd rather, like David said, we look up to women, which is better for you in the end. Yeah, I mean, like for me, I grew up with both my mom and dad. I've been out with my dad a lot. I've been out, I've been like with my mom a lot. And like what he said, I mean, I prefer to look to the women to like I look I look more to my mom because she's like doing a lot of things at one time as for my dad he can only do like so much like he can only do one thing at a time then go to the next one but for my mom she can do she's like she can do more things at one time and get it all done and I look I look to her for that and yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here at my house, like my grandma can clean, she cleans this whole house almost every single day, sadly. And like us as guys, if we were to do something like that, we could get frustrated real quick. Like if we were to go outside, if your dad or your grandpa's there, if you go outside with them at least one day while they're fixing something or fixing up a ride, you're going to see how quickly that person is going to get, or your dad or your grandpa's going to get frustrated because they can't deal with too many things at once but unlike women they're gonna they'll be doing the dishes and then at one time a child may cry they have to go deal with the child or some something comes up and they still deal with it and they don't get frustrated they still they go through it but us as guys if something's so small we get so frustrated and we just quit but a woman will literally finish everything that she started that day yeah i mean like for me um like, okay, so here's one thing. Me and my sister, we we can basically, um, we're basically, like, we're, we taught ourselves how to build stuff. And also our uncle, our uncle taught us how to build stuff. Um, for me, I built one side of the porch. Or, like, there's two entrances in my, at my house. There's the front entrance and the back entrance. I did the back entrance. <laughs> Let me tell you, that took, like, I would say, like, at least two months to get done. And <laughs> let me tell you, I was frustrated. I was, like, getting mad. I was like, this is not coming out right. Why is it not coming out right? As for my sister, she just recently built this. And <laughs> Valdemar, guess how long it took her? Well, like, a week or two? It took her two weeks. Wow. And it's not even like how my how I built it. She built it with um <laughs> I built mine with um what's it called plywood and just two by six. She built hers all just with two by six 
and four by fours and um what's called like cement and i'm like wow yeah let's just it just goes all back to our point about women that are smarter stronger and that they do they can do anything yeah i mean and i had to have help with this she on the other hand I was just there just to um, go to town and buy the wood. Or not buy the wood. She gave me the money. <laughs> I I picked up the wood for her. And then <laughs> she would just go right to building. And she finished. Yep. And wow. that just like That's shows. That cool. just goes to show that women are more stronger than men. And I look up to them. Because they're more motivated. They're more stronger than... And they taught me how to love myself. I mean, I think if I were to think three girl, three women and girls in my life, it would have to be my mom, Caitlin, and Raven. Because they really helped me find myself. They really helped me um, find who I was. And they helped me accept myself. Yeah, like, for me, that's honestly the exact same way from mine is my mom, my grandma, my little... Before I, like, I've explained this before, I never knew Caitlin or anybody like like you guys before, but after I met you guys, and especially Caitlin, because we started talking a lot more, it seems like I can actually see what I want to do in a more active, like, I show what I actually want to do and she helped me find like certain places that I actually want to go and like where I want to be in my future and I thank her for that I thank my mom for that I thank my little sister and my grandma like without them I wouldn't have found out like anything in life without I think without any of them that if they weren't there I would have I would have been lost (laughs) to be honest yeah So yeah, well, we have went a little over, I mean, like, (laughs) this is like, went over an hour of talking about, but, (laughs) yeah, that's, I guess, like, I would say, um, our motivation comes from women, um, as for depression, anxiety, and, um, all that. I guess you just have to talk about it, but don't go and try to say that your problems are worse than anyone else's. I mean, that could be true, but most likely it's not. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, if you really think about it. I mean, don't make it, don't make it bigger than it has to be. Yeah, but like, for the people that are going through like depression um it is gonna be a lot i know that because i know some people that actually go through a lot it really does trick your mind but and i that is an exception i would say that you can't deal with it but as for like any other type of any other type like just like saying like oh i'm going i'm going through like a lot of stress like talk just talk with someone but don't don't say like oh so everyone should just 
think about me. Everyone should just don't pity yourself about it. That's one thing you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree with like everything that you just said. I think that's how we can basically summarize it. And then like, yeah, some problems are serious and that they are big issues, but you know, don't make it bigger than it has to be. Don't make it affect your whole friends, your family, or your relationship. Just try to push it over to the side and deal with it alone if you can. And talk to just one person about it rather than sharing it with the whole world. You don't have to share it with the whole world. Because eventually, if you share it with the whole world, there's going to be people who are going to be out there that's going to criticize you and tell you something that you're not going to want to hear. But when you have just one person that you can trust to talk to, they'll show you what you can actually do and what will help you. So talk about it with one person rather than sharing it with everybody. Simplify the problem rather than make it more complex than it has to be. Yeah. And I would like to say that I would like to dedicate this episode to um, that person that we're talking about. The one that wasn't doing so good I guess like I would say we basically changed our episodes for this person yeah exactly and we changed basically not just our episode it we changed basically our whole schedule of episodes just for this person yeah and, and I don't know what <laughs> yeah good sorry dude. um I think like it really changed our perspective on this podcast because we now we want to like do more about mental awareness about more about motivational episodes um inspirational and um and women <laughs> so yeah exactly yeah so but we would like to say that we do hope you're doing good we really hope that you are actually doing better um, this week, and you're gonna go, gonna do better than this week. And just to let you know, this person is a woman, so so like respect to her because she's still going through a lot, and this is like really bringing her down, and. To see that in a girl or a woman, that's something to really think about. I mean, it's really something that um, should open your eye that um, this person's not doing good. Though. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, like, for, yeah, exactly what you said. It changed our whole perspective on this podcast. Like I said, before I. Me and David were talking about how the podcast would be after college. And I honestly was going to, I haven't told this to David. I was going to eventually maybe talk that I might not be able to do it anymore. Or I might just quit entirely because I wasn't even able to do it. But after I saw that it was going to help somebody or that it helped somebody, I want to actually continue making episodes with David. And that's honestly, I thank you for that. And then I hope per, uh, personally, this person has helped me and like and like personally helped me and I thank you for that and you should know who you are 
right, Davis? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you really did help me when I needed help during that time of prom and all that, and I'm thankful for that, really thankful. And I wish that they would get more recognition for it, but they don't. And they already said that they didn't want it, but I thank you for that. And then, um, like you were saying, to see a woman go through something like this, it's it should be eye-opening to a lot of people. It shows that something happened to this person that really affected them in a bad way that it is so bad that they couldn't make it through. They can't, they're not, they're trying to make it through it as much as they can. And, but I think, I hope that you are doing better, like David said. And if you need to talk to somebody, you know, me and David are willing to talk if you want. Yeah. And, um, David? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially this person was a really big help when, like, even now, like, when we're starting. I mean, this person goes on her Snapchat and puts, like, puts up our videos, or not our videos, our episodes, and, and puts, a, puts, like, her time to do that for us. And I really think, I think, I thank them for that. I mean, um, and now, just to think about this, this is really eye-opening. This is really, um, like, a motivation to do more po- more episodes for this podcast and um maybe to continue yeah. for much longer than we were thinking about yeah exactly and like to me i don't when people post about the podcast or anything you guys know that I don't post anything on my pages, and David's the only one that does it. So, whenever David says thank you to any of you guys, honestly, I just don't say thank you because I don't really. It feels kind of weird for me to say that to people, but I honestly, I thank you guys, everybody who does that, and especially to this person who does that. Almost every time we upload a new episode, that <laughs> she posts it on her Snapchat. Every single time that we post a new episode, and I thank you for that for showing your friends to listen and it helps us get more viewers and I thank you for that and then continuing the podcast more I thank you for motivating us to do that and especially me now David I think finally found out I almost quit the podcast I hate to say that but now that I don't think I'm going to is a big help to both of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I don't think I would ever find someone to replace Valdemar right now and I think I would have just left too. But, yeah, this is... I guess this is, like, a really big eye-opener that people do need, like... I guess, like... I don't want to be, like, saying, like, oh, they need us. But, like, this person just literally... Just said that it makes them feel better that to know that we're okay and that we're doing good. And... Like, just to hear that from them, I guess, like, that really helped me. I mean, don't be saying that, oh, that's cliche, but it helped me because that really touched me. That really um, made me think more about this and maybe think about, like, what should we do for more episodes? And, like I said, we changed our, we changed 
our schedule for the episodes um, around. And I think that, like, we're going to add, well, now we're going to add more for mental awareness and all that. And she, she just really, like, a big thank you to you. And I really do hope that you are really, like, getting better. And I really do hope that um, you can look at this and just think of it as, like, a memory. So, yeah. Yeah. I honestly, everything that David said is true. And it is a really big help. And honestly, I'm thankful for it. And I thank you, like I said, personally for what you have done to help me. And then, first, like, from for the podcast. It helped us want to continue more and for me to continue more. And I honestly, really, I do hope that you do get over what you're getting going through and that you push through it and that you're going to be, that you'll be better soon. Yeah. And, well, I guess we are done, I guess. Um, this, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> this episode might be over like two hours, but just to talk about this, it it was worth it. It was worth it. I mean, you guys can't say like, oh, you guys, you guys are talking too much. I mean, this is for, this is dedicated to that person, and I really do hope you're doing good. I mean, I almost got teary eyed for this, and honestly, it did. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, but it was worth it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it helped. I think it helped us personally also to help us talk about some of the problems we've had in our lives. And it also shows that we do listen to our viewers and we appreciate your viewers and that we value your input and comments and stuff and that we look at that. And that if you think that when you send in something that it's not going to be used or looked at, when you post something, it is actually going to be looked at because we look at those every single day, especially David. And like sometimes I don't go on social media every day or I'll just go on Facebook and that's it. But David will message me and be like, did you see this? Did you, you know, this question and all that. I'd be like, wow, I didn't know that. But we do listen to it and we do look out for our viewers and stuff that is posted about this podcast. And then to people who are going to say that we talked too much about in this podcast, Say what you want, whatever you want, but like we said, it's dedicated for one person, and if you don't want to listen to it, you don't need to listen to it, but we thank you if you guys did listen to it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, if this person, if there's, if it's this person that's going through a lot, chances are there are more people that are going to be going through like this, and they they need to listen to something to make them feel better. And since since we made this person feel better to hear us, um, that really helped, that really motivated us to really talk about this so that people can get through a lot. So yeah, and if you do have any questions or if you have... Like, if you want to get something off your chest or something, (laughs) 
Um, there's me and Valdemar. I mean, I'm open to hear anything. I mean, for me, um, what's said between a person and I, 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 I keep it to myself. But if it's like, um, if it's like something like, oh, someone fought someone for this, I would, I would tell someone. <laughs> but if it's like something very personal or very deep, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> I mean, I would keep it to myself. So if you really need someone, yeah, there is me and Valdemar, and I will. <laughs> I mean, I would open my phone to anyone. I mean, just like this week, there's this person that was trying to make a friend, but I did not know how to do that. <laughs> um, I never really did that on Messenger. Like, tried to make friends over Messenger, but I tried. I really tried. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so I. I will, like, make, I'll go throughout, I'll go out my way just to hear your, hear what you want to, hear what you want to say, and we also do appreciate if you want to, like, like, want us to tell your, like, a story that you have, and you want us to put it on the podcast, I mean, we can make a segment for that, I mean, I'm open for it. Valdemar, how about you? Yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm open to that, too. Like, like you said, um, we're both there, and if you need to talk, we'll both, you know, talk about it. And like David said, I'm the same way as David. I'll keep it a secret. But like he said about something else, like, if it's just about, I don't know how you would say it. Like, how he said, this person did something. Yeah, yeah something like that. Of course, it's going to spread. Like, that's just how it is. But if it's personal and you don't want go anywhere besides that conversation that we would have it's going to stay there and nobody else is going to hear about it unless you want to then yes we'll put it in the podcast or we can help you um share your message if that's what you want yeah so i guess we can go from here and just again dedicated to this person i really hope you're doing good and yeah <laughs> yeah um it is currently raining <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't really have a quote because i only looked up one but one thing i can think about is an ariana grande quote which was um love your quirks and own your i forgot <laughs> but it's like i think I think I have it right now, but let me check. Um, I don't know if you can hear Valdemar still, but let me see. I know it's something from Ariana. Um, let me see. <laughs> Sorry if you hear that. Um, I'm trying to look it up. It sounds like you're. It sounds like you're playing one of those games like Tetris or what is it called, like. Um, Galactica, where you're shooting those little spaceships or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Did you find it? <laughs> okay. No, I didn't find it yet. But it's a really good quote. I go by it sometimes. Or most times. Oh, there's one. Um, Honestly, I don't... Uh, go ahead. 
Uh, when you feel your best, everyone else can feel it too. But, let me see. Uh, go ahead, if you had something to say. No, it's, I don't have anything else. <laughs> okay, let me see, let me see, let me see. I can't find it. I mean, I, I liked it because it was really... Really... It really helped me because it really showed me that I should appreciate myself. And I should care... I, I shouldn't really care of all the little things that are not good for me. Oh yeah, that's true. And for me, like, I finally started watching something else other than The Office, and David's probably going to be surprised about this. I started watching Avatar The Last Airbender. <gasps> and, if, and if you, you know, watch the episodes, there's a lot of hidden messages in there and everything, and there's a lot of good quotes that, you know, you should listen to and if you can, rewatch an episode to see what the hidden message is in there. Because as I was watching them, the quotes and stuff that some of the characters would say is like, wow, it's actually like you should follow those quotes and listen to it. And it was surprising. And you can find those anywhere. There's messages hidden in places that you wouldn't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like for me. But yeah. Um, as for Avatar, my favorite character was always Sokka. But the one that I would really look forward to was Iroh, because he was like, to me, he was like a a person that had a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge. And like one thing that I can remember from from him is um that like what was it? Um, I can't even think of it. Sorry, this this is just a lot that's coming to my mind. So I had to look up the one I was thinking about. Sorry, I am a real fan, <laughs> but, um, let me see. Um, oh, okay. Life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not. And that's actually true, because no matter what, you're going to be making, you're going to be living your life, and... It's not like, it's not like you can just like say, okay, this is not a part of my life when you're the one that did it. Um, what else? There's also one thing that I was thinking about. Um, let me see. But, do you have anything else to say, Valdemar? No, I'm okay. <laughs> Over here. Okay, it's, you can't always, or, you can't always see the light at the end of the tunnel, but if you keep moving, you will come to a better place. And I think that really tie in, ties into what we're talking about, because, like, when you think, when you really think about it, we're talking about how um, how we're motivated is by women and also by just saying if you start it, you have to finish it. So, like, when you're so, like, if you keep moving on, like, trying to do that, trying to do that thing, and you finish it, you're gonna feel 
great about it. I mean, you're going to be like, oh, I finished it. Like, for me, um, I stopped running for a bit. Just, I don't know why, but, um, then, like, there's days where I'll be like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run today. I'm going to run today, but that kept going on until finally I made myself do it. I put in, an, like, there's times I just wanted to stop, but I kept going. I was like, no, I'm going to get through this. Just keep moving. And when I got done with that run, I was like, wow, that, that felt great. So, like, ever since then, I've been running again. And, yeah, I mean... I guess that really ties into that quote too, like, just keep going and, um, there, there's gonna be something better that holds for you, and honestly for me that's running again. But anything, Valdemar? I mean, like, if you're, yeah, for your quote, that's exact, that's like, it's honestly ties into what we were saying, and for me, <clears throat> I told David that I got injured obviously <laughs> and so I had to stop running and like so far I all I had to, all I've been doing is walking and I honestly hate walking that's one thing I mean like I'll hike and everything but just walking straight for basically no reason it's boring to me and like what I want to do is run because running makes me feel it just like gives me freedom and it kind of it helps me relieve stress and once I get over this injury, it's going to feel so good that I got over it that I can actually run again and help relieve the stress that's been building up since I got the injury. And sadly, and hopefully it should be over because it's been one week since I had it. And hopefully if I've healed enough that I can run again. But if not, then honestly, that's going to be pretty hard to deal with again for another week. <laughs> yeah, but at least you're like exercising it and you're trying to keep that motivation yeah exactly you're saying like okay it's gonna you're you're gonna be better you're gonna get better yeah exactly i mean even though i hate you know walking but i still make myself walk because i still want to exercise and move my leg and strengthen it and everything and i would rather do that instead of just sit there and make it weaker instead of making myself stronger even though i don't like the situation that i'm in yeah. So yeah, this really ties into our title, inspired by true events, <laughs> because this yes, has happened for does. us. <laughs> so yeah, um, again, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for listening for around two hours. I mean, About, it was really worth yep. it. I I stand by it. Um, and. If you have any questions or any commentary, just tell us. You can tell us on our Instagram. My Instagram is David underscore Toledo 813. Or Valdemar's, which is... What was yours? I don't even... I don't even know David. I think it was like Mother Poyer. Something like that. Mother I'm pretty Poyer. sure you can just search that up. It'll be right there. Yeah, or you can look I think on it is my, just modern poetry. You can look on my description or my bio actually and it'll have me and Valdemar or it'll have Valdemar's I think. Yeah. Valdemar's Oh yeah. Um, I keep forgetting I should change mine to that. 
Instagram, and it has the Urban Native podcast on there, our Instagram account for this um, podcast. So, or you can Wait. contact us like that too. Yeah, but I think this, this is the end, right? <laughs> yeah, this is the end. Not literally, but <laughs> okay. And for well, yeah. Okay, but yeah, um, you're gonna hear the in- outro in like right now. Thank you for listening to the Urban Native podcast episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I really hope it brought you any encouragement, confidence, motivation, or anything like that. Any questions or commentary, please contact us at our new Instagram account, which is urban underscore natives 2020 or you can contact me at david can't smile that's my snapchat or on my instagram which is david underscore toledo 813 or my tiktok and you can comment on my latest tiktok video which is david toledo 82 if not uh you can contact valdemar at modder poyer for instagram and Employer twenty four Snapchat. Thank you, and I really have. I really hope you had a great day today, and I hope you really love this podcast. Thank you, and goodbye.